I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, Gina. Hi, Ioni. And hello to all of the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni. And I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Polyester Online, in print and everywhere else. And I'm Gina. I'm the deputy editor of Polyester Online, as well as the founder for the Fat Scene and a journalist and editor everywhere else. Um, We publish two weekly episodes with The Sleepover Club, Confessions and Obsessions. This week, it's the Obsessions episode where we talk to a person we admire about something they're obsessed with that has nothing to do with how they generate their income. And there is no next week because we're taking a break. No reaction to that, Gina? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know if I was meant to do when it's not on the script. We went off script. Yeah, now we're off script. Oh, well, we're off script now. So wah, wah, wee, wah. (laughs) So obviously Gina is here, not Olivia, because Gina and I conducted this Obsessions because she is one of our favourite artists. Yeah, and I've been doing a bit of guest hosting and it's been quite nice to not just do a gossipy one, to do an interviewee one. It was quite a nice little treat for me as a gorgeous lady. A little treat. So today we are talking to Shona McAndrew. Gina, do you want to tell us a bit about Shona? Shona McAndrew is a fine artist who works primarily with works around in fat bodies. As a fat person herself, she is a sick legend and me and I only have been obsessed with her for ages yeah and I was just looking at her Instagram before we started recording and her new like installation thing she has up at the moment is so good so go check it out but today we are not talking about Shona's work we are talking about TikTok so here is the interview Hey Shona. Hello, hi. How are you? Good and excited and um, I love watching TikTok so I guess I'm also very excited to talk about TikTok. Yeah, so just before we started recording we already jumped into it so I frantically pressed the record button but your obsession is TikTok. I'm interested in when you downloaded TikTok and Mm -hmm. what has led you to this point of obsession. I definitely feel like it was a COVID related, you know, quarantine how to connect with people kind of uh, reaction and instinct. Mm-hmm. I am an artist and I always feel like my work has always been very much like a peeping Tom. I like looking into people's lives and I feel like it's a gift when you get to see something that you were not meant to see. There's something very exciting, like someone's smile or a happy moment they shared with someone 
their family. And I feel like TikTok has like opened the door to like sharing a hundred million special moments with strangers. Um, and I think I really needed that alone in my apartment with my boyfriend and dog. I needed like anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so who are your favorite people on TikTok at the minute? Oh my God. A lot of them are political. I really like some good political stuff. I also love disliking people. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean like someone like Good Trouble is an exceptional political guy he just talks about he just tends to react to conservatives i like people who react <laughs> to conservatives. that's like a big part of who i am is to be annoyed by conservatives <laughs> i don't know i mean lizzo i think is like kind of a queen i think she does an incredible job at tiktok connecting with people and having people feel connected to her so maybe liz i mean i love everything lizzo does so i feel very biased no matter mm. the platform i'll probably say lizzo <laughs> It's true. I love like so much of TikTok for being the reactions to things because people just like oh, stitch oh TikToks and like absolutely. I think it's so much more community aspect than like other platforms. And Lizzo oh. definitely does that like really, really well. Especially because like you'll see like I follow loads of plus size people and you'll see her like in people's comments and everyone will just be like freaking out. She's so cute on it. I know. Oh, there was like a it was like a couple months ago. There was uh, Miley Cyrus was trending because she was like commenting on anyone who tagged her pretty much. <laughs> So it became this like thrilling game of like, can you get Miley's attention? And I was like, she's like killing it. Like there's like currently a whole app that is currently begging for her attention. Um, but yes, I was going to talk about, it's called duetting when people respond to people on TikTok. And I think that's why I think the app is so wonderful is because it's because anyone can say anything, but then anyone can respond to you. Mm. And I think that's what's so exceptional. And that's why even though, my God, conservatives are, especially in America right now, Trumpians and MAGA wearer, hat wearer people, they love to spew such nastiness um, and such hateful things, but it opens up the door to 500,000 people <laughs> duetting them and then explaining why it's bad, which is why I think it's so great. Cause it's not just people being like, that person's a dumbass, but rather it's wrong because. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I just think it's like an incredible platform. Yeah. I think it's cool as well because it's not really just used for like, comedic purposes kind of like how vine was it's a lot more educational like you said like i've learned so much stuff even from like things that i really do not need to know about like i swear to god every other day like gina <laughs> messages me being like what was the one the other day did you know oranges used to be called Borgs or something i don't even remember it i don't even like retain the information anymore. i agree that's a lot of work <laughs> very short-term exposure to information but some of them stays i'm constantly on like house renovation tiktok where people are like making over victorian mm. mansions and i'm like this will never that's be my life like, i will never need to like strip and redo floorboards but i'm just addicted to watching i think it's crazy like the things that you find that you're interested in that you didn't even know that you liked do you have anything like that where you're you're just obsessed with it that you don't even have any like actual real life connection to Oh my god, van life, that whole trend of people living in vans, <laughs> which I find fascinating because I'm kind of a homebody, I like the safety of my home, so like living in a van isn't something I'd want, but also, mm. I mean, it is in many ways though, because I think it looks incredible to be in, I also love renovations, so like they look so cool and so cute, but then just like a couple weeks ago, I saw a wonderful video about commenting on van life and how it's been romanticized, but it's just another form of homelessness. And then, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, you're so right. And that's why I love TikTok because I was like, you know, pulled in by the seductive remodeling of vans and forgetting like the social <laughs> meaning behind 
a whole generation of 20 year olds living in vans <laughs> like they probably yeah. want right. to, would rather maybe i don't know i can't speak for them but i would assume they probably would you know not like to live in a van in a parking lot but yeah. rather in a home but it took for someone to say like, it for me to be like oh right my goodness that was silly yeah they're like <laughs> gentrifying the traveler community in a way i guess as well especially like the rich people who do it and have like 40k to do a pavard you're like well get a house spend your money properly that's <laughs> <laughs> like what i always see like rich people on it i'm like you people nobody knows how to spend their money doesn't know how to spend their money like rich people oh my god yes i mean i don't know i don't have the money to do it but i see them do it when i see um, them wasting so much wasted potential oh my god um like there's this girl that was coming up on my for you page like a month ago or something or it's like there's like a trend for like tory teenagers to like show their houses which is like the uk equivalent of republican or whatever and mm-hmm. it was like yeah come look around what a five million pound house looks like in mayfair <laughs> it was just so ugly oh, and everyone was like literally <laughs> killing her in the comments it's like what are you trying to achieve by this it's like or it's like 10 signs you went to private school mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like no one likes <laughs> you it's a trend at least in america it is for um young like teenagers obviously it's not that money mm. to just walk through their expensive house like that was like, that's mm. the trend of them to pretend to be walking from one side to the next as they go through like three movie theaters and like like a, a room themed like pirates and then like you know <laughs> elevators and a pool and a basketball court and but as why I also like TikTok because it shows the ugly and then it's um I like you know you can't really move forward if you're unaware of how people want to live and these people think it's appropriate during a quarantine when so many people are unemployed and struggling with money to be like come come see where I grew up. It's so big, it's bigger than any building you've been in. <laughs> I love the people who like use those audios though and show like this shithole apartments <laughs> and are like, check out my um uh movie room and it's like a cupboard with a little screen in it. <laughs> I love that. I only talk about my art quickly, but a little bit of why I do what I do is to speak to like a young version of me who who was fat in mm. Paris and thought she was the only fat person in the world, and I thought that every issue I had with my body, no one else in the world had because no one ever talked about having a body like mine. So I really thought no one else had weird hair in weird places or that weird stretch marks or the belly roll here. And I just really felt very alienated. And I just love being on TikTok and scrolling through. And within 15 scrolls, I'll see like three plus size lady dancing in underwear and a, a thin ally discussing why fat phobia is real. And then, like, two men respond. I mean, it just, like, goes on and on. And it's just so exceptional. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I feel very thrilled for young people who get to see all of that. I love plus-size TikTok, especially when they, like, because obviously I'm old and haggard now. So I'm, like, when I see all the, like, children trouble of in it, I'm, like, or, like, engagement body positivity or even, like, engagement fat liberation in ways that I didn't even think of. Or, like, even, like, challenging my own perceptions and they're so much younger than me. I'm like, yes, this is what it's all about. And it's, like, nice. Absolutely. I think it's better in a video format as well because, like, obviously we kind of grew up with, like, Tumblr and stuff where it was all just written down. You didn't really have a face to it. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, on TikTok, it's better because there's a face to it. You kind of, like, see there's a visual aspect. And that's so important, I think, for representation, not even just for, like, fat people. Absolutely, in every sense. But as a fat woman, that is, like, you know, what I respond to. But I think, I feel like I've learned so much about, every form of marginalized group and at least in america especially i don't know i i think tiktok 
I think people, I, when I first started TikTok, using TikTok, there was like a meme going around of like people who don't use TikToks, like they have like a PhD in like wisdom or something. And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> that people who don't have TikTok think they're like incredibly wise. And I feel like they should open up a bit because my boyfriend is a very smart man and he like is annoying with how much intellectual information he has to take in all the day from heavy podcasts to books and that's all he ever does it's wonderful for him but boy do I make that man laugh for like an hour every night in bed as I show him all my favorite TikTok (laughs) loves them and he is the one who comes to me like did you save any today I'm like, yeah. <laughs> me and um, my boyfriend lie in bed spooning watching them. It's so cool. Oh, that's so great. And it's just it's <laughs> not a place just for people who like silly things that move. You know, it's not like for people with like short retention. It's also just like a very warm, open place. I'm interested if you've started like posting on TikTok or if you're just more of a voyeur at this point. I mean, I as I sit here with my little pit bull on my lap, I did make six videos of my pit bull. And then... I one day <laughs> made the critical mistake of uh, commenting on a Trump supporters page video. He was talking about how hard it's been for Trump supporters and how they're discriminated against. And I said it was very dangerous to say that. I didn't realize he had like 300,000 followers. So he responded to my comment with a video. And then I just got like within a minute, like 15 comments from like angry Republicans. Uh... And so I had to private my page. But in many ways, it's now liberated me to be the the loud-mouthed woman that I am trying to teach a lesson to dumb dumb little boys left and right across TikTok. So I kind of enjoy being private. It's been like a... If anything, the worst thing that happened to me with TikTok is I followed a friend of mine. And now when I comment on something, my name appears at the top of the comments. So I no longer can no. say troll trolls, which was like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I feel like, especially if I had a bad day, I like pull out my TikTok and be like, who's bullying who? I'm going to be there. And, <laughs> and now I'm like, once in a while, like my friend will like the comment. I was like, no, no, this is not, let me have peace. Why is she here? <laughs> um, I feel like I've been censoring myself because of the fear of my friend, Laura, finding <laughs> my comments i've been joking a lot that i've spent too much of quarantine like debating 12 year olds about like the abortion rights <laughs> i don't mean to like i'll debate someone and find out at the end they're like young you know? that, that's um, 12 yeah, yeah. <laughs> really this is very humiliating do you think that like the art world is a bit slow to catch up with tiktok like i feel like um our industry people or whatever aren't really using it or maybe like artists haven't figured out a way to use it that works for them yet certainly i mean i'm i'm an uh undercovers no one knows i'm on it but i do know <laughs> robin now. francesca williams who's one of my well, favorite artists of mine she's on tiktok and she fully has her name and shows her process and her work is um incredibly beautiful and like visually it's like very I don't know. It, it works perfectly for TikTok and her process works perfectly for, perfectly for TikTok. And I see that she's been doing really well, but I think she's the only fine artist I know who's on TikTok. Mm. And there's a lot of fine artists. So it's, that is a very small percentage. Do you think that's like kind of something to do with as well? The fact that everyone kind of feels so pressured by Instagram and like using that as a space to mm-hmm. self-promote or share, but on the work side of things. So then like, 
yeah, TikTok for a lot of people our age is still like a dirty little secret as opposed to like a marketing tool. Certainly. And I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people who are on TikTok because they send me TikTok. So I know we're out there. (laughs) (laughs) They have private accounts and they're not using it for their art form. It's just also weird because in the fine arts world, you're trying to like not be commercial. You're like a, you're fine arts. And so it's hard to sometimes figure out how to like mesh something that's almost romanticized as like it's far from everything that's like commercial in the world and then bring it into something that's a bit more like, look how cool this is, how pretty it is. Mm. And so I think there must be a hard balance for some artists. To, um, I think, I don't know. I've not really discussed this per- specifically with my friends. I just discuss fun videos that I send them, which is as important, let's be honest. I mean, I've mm-hmm. thought of, I paint a lot, and I was thinking of showing close-ups of my... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Of painting, but also, honestly, I think the average person on TikTok doesn't really care for things like that. I I see the (laughs) videos that have like 3 million likes and it's like, that's, I would not consider a lot of those things fine art. They're just Mm. people who splash paint onto canvas in a very energetic Mm -hmm. manner, which is very reasonable and lovely. Um, but I think it's quite crafty, isn't it? It's quite crafty, and it's wonderful as a certain kind of art. So I just don't know if perhaps they want me to like they want to see me slowly paint a woman's arm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like do you want to come see me? I take about two days to paint one hand. Um, so I don't know if I'm like the I don't have the audience for that. I think it's hard <laughs> on there as well because it's so like rigid with their like um, rules for like nudity and censorship and stuff oh, as well. Yeah. So. Um, mm-hmm. I think for a lot of artists, especially like people who use that in their art, would find it harder to promote on there or like even share on there. Absolutely. And also, just like any other platform, I mean, fat women and nudity or shadow banned or censors, uh, censored and 
women of color or some certain women who are like, and, it, and it's just like straight white petite 16 year olds who are promoted. And so TikTok is still ruled by the, <gasps> on that note, have you seen the ma- the amazing shit show of the Netflix's Hype House? No. Oh, I've seen some stuff about it, but I haven't watched the show. Is it out yet? It's coming up. It's already on Netflix last time I checked, but the episodes are not available. So they're mm-hmm. they're coming out. So it's the Hype House. It's all of the main teenager TikTok fa- like famous people who who now have like 10 million followers plus and all of them date one they all date one another and they're all besties and Netflix made a show about them and the day it came out like their um stocks like dropped dramatically and it was like a, it's a trend to hate on Netflix and it's a trend to show yourself unsubscribing to Netflix because <laughs> of the hype house show like it was a whole trend of people just like duetting the the Netflix promotion of the hype house with them showing how they're canceling Netflix. Um, I thought that was really interesting because I can see why they thought it'd be brilliant to have a Netflix show about the most popular TikTokers. Mm. Turns out people are not that thrilled to watch a whole bunch of privileged white kids um, show off their wealth. Yeah. Who would have known? Yeah. Cause everyone was getting really mad at the hype house, like in the height of lockdown right because they were like Mm -hmm. swapping people in and out and like couples are breaking up and like breaking rules like having parties and yeah it's obviously like this huge mansion full of like rich white teenagers and everyone was just like fuck off basically oh and they got to so much trouble i forgot which one bryce hall maybe i hate that i know this but he he california like scolded him by the like can't like he couldn't have wi-fi or something stupid because he like threw such a big party during covid like it was (laughs) like the mayor of his city had to reprimand and he's like i mean it's just um he's also the guy who famously peed on his fans i mean they're not great human beings all of them do a lot of things where like of course I-, I remember the cool kid in my high school and he didn't have TikTok or high school or Instagram and he still thought he was hot shit. Now imagine that boy with like fifteen or fifty million followers mm, and yeah. every like three thirty million women asking him to be in bed with like in the ego. It must be very, very hard to be a young, young person dealing with that and like remain somewhat um connected to reality so yeah i mean i guess that brings that creates a a 16 year old boy who pees on his van it's so weird as well because it's like kind of like every generation has that platform right so it's tiktok now and like when i was 16 to 18 or whatever that was like during the rise of youtube so like Mm -hmm. i went to sixth form with someone who was like one of the biggest youtubers at the time and he would do do like dumb shit like buy ten thousand mcdonald's nuggets or whatever and film a youtube video and everyone was like you're a cunt um but it's funny how like we don't really learn lessons like especially in the community that like us three are in and like conversations around inclusivity or whatever and like widening who we do uplift and who we don't but then on these platforms it's always like that same straight white boy who is doing dumb shit that becomes the most famous yeah i think it's funny now that like i'm older and i'm watching tiktoks and i'm like and tiktok culture and being like time is a circle like everything just like repeats itself especially like discourse wise now but hopefully it's getting a bit more pushed forward i think well i think it's hard because when it can seem like it's pushing forward too like because as like you were saying about there being so much good like um plus size 
advocacy on TikTok, but then it's like the platform itself suppresses that. So it's like attitudes can move forward, but like the men that run these companies do not. Like that's why it's maybe it's stagnant. Definitely. I know. I mean, sorry, to, I just got a blue check on Instagram, which was quite exciting. Nice. And, Congrats. Uh, I, yeah, well done. Thank you. And then I instantly got like my shadow ban, like quadruple. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's the same on polyester. Yeah, and like instantly, it was incredible. My average likes were like around two thousand, and then I got a blue tick, and now my average likes are like six hundred. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I'm like obviously a bit down about it. I mean, happy to have a blue check, but when you spend hundreds of hours making something and then you post it, no one sees it. It's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. And my boyfriend's like, "What are you talking about? We live in a world where." thinness is a selling point like mm-hmm. of course you're gonna have trouble and of course the bigger and more attention you get the more and I was like you're so right I like forget I forget because I'm surrounded by empowered women and I'm surrounded by open-minded people and I like f- I have moments where I forget that it's a bubble I've created my- mm. for myself you know and then and so TikTok yeah as much as there's women who are fighting fat phobia there's people who have whole accounts dedicated to fat Mm -hmm. to like promoting fat phobia (laughs) and to hating on fat women and and so like yeah i mean they both exist and obviously most likely the one who hates on fat women is going to get a couple more views yeah yeah defends the fat woman um or the anything i mean um i i don't know if you saw the whole shit show of only jesus only Jesus, have you seen her? No. She's um I've disliked her for some time when last year <laughs> she said that she was That's such a powerful sentence. I've disliked her. She just said she was uh socially liberal but financially conservative, oh, which God. to me is a signifier of someone who doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah, literally. And you know, she's she's queer and so I'm like, how could you you know, how could you be voting for people who like want to take your rights away? So there's a lot of things that bothered me about her. And she has a huge, huge platform and Netflix gave her a show and all that. And then it came out a couple months ago that uh like text or tweets or something when she, from a years ago where she was like using the N word and she's like highly racist. Oh god. And so it always happens, isn't it? It always happens. And so she got so much shit for it. She got she lost the Netflix show. She, like, kind of apologized for it, but not really. And she mm-hmm. made a promise to, like, step up her game. She was like, I'm going to now dedicate my platform to, like, promoting black creators. And then it became a trend for black creators to point out that she, like, followed every black person. Like, <laughs> in her eyesight, she was like, are you black followers? <laughs> like, oh and gosh. then she just got canceled a second time because despite promising to do all these things for black creators a black creator reached out to work with her and then she like ignored all her emails mm. and then gaslit her and it was quite terrible and all that came out. And then mm. she, she had a whole fuss and screamed about it and all that stuff. I just think like she in, in uh she kind of is the embodiment of like so many of the issues out there. I mean, the, right. the super empowered white woman gets caught being like the face of racism and then, <laughs> Apologizes, promote, like promises to do better. Doesn't. Does absolutely nothing about it. Still, get, <laughs> still keeps her power and immense following, and nothing really changes other than like she blamed a black woman for. She called a black woman crazy for like emailing her to mm. one two and doing what white people have always done to black people. I don't know. It was like very interesting to see. Like, it felt like um, a. I don't know. It felt like what's happening everywhere was this like tiny interaction between only Jesus and um 
all black creators. I mean, mm-hmm. it's trendy like her. I feel very ahead of trend. I'm very <laughs> aware of ahead of trends. Yeah, oh my God, you're like the TikTok scholar. Like, <laughs> I was almost relieved when all, I mean, not relieved, but I was like, yes, obviously. Someone who says she's conservatively, you know, a uh, fiscally conservative clearly has no understanding of why that is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so what does that even mean, like, officially? I mean... It just means she doesn't want to pay taxes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what it really means. And a lot of really wealthy people don't want to pay taxes. And she grew up in a super conservative part of America where that's what you're told and taught. I mean, you're taught that liberals are demons. So mm-hmm. yeah. She just like... Uh, that's, um, the- that like fiscally conservative, um, what socially liberal or whatever is also caitlin jenner's like mm, platform mm-hmm, that she's putting exactly. on for the governor of california yeah. it's like okay Absolutely. okay <laughs> right it's like it's almost like they're trying to like appeal they're, they're appear, appealing to liberals with being like i totally get you it's just that i want to keep my money yeah. <laughs> i just don't want to keep my money it's like but your money would go to helping <laughs> those who need it which is what you're saying you are when you say you're a liberal. So like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Mm, but anyway. But so, okay, just to round up, my For You page <laughs> is literally only cat videos and bird videos, mm-hmm. like birds that talk. Also some like UK memes, which do fur into problematic very often. Um, of what is your For You page? 98% pit bulls. Nice. I love it. I love pit bulls so much and TikTok is very aware of it. I'm like a, a serious crier. I cry. I, I like to say anything below four and a six makes me cry. Anything happy or sad. <laughs> so a lot of like highly emotional videos, families being reunited. My family lives in Europe and I just haven't seen them since summer 2019. So like I miss them thoroughly and I feel like TikTok's like, you know, it's going to be great. Let's make Shona cry and show them like, show her like <laughs> family reunion videos in a row and I'm just like sobbing hysterically and um also another thing a lot of before and afters which I really oh I I've always pressed not interested you know there's like an option and everyone I'm like not interested and then like the internet whenever you engage with like fat content automatically assumes you you're interested in losing weight so like it's such like Mm -hmm. a double-edged sword I always get it on like facebook and i see it loads on tiktok where i get so much weight loss content because i've obviously interacted with fat content and they just automatically mm, love those yeah. things together it comes together absolutely and it's just so or stupid like extreme diet i feel like right now my tiktok really wants me to be in calorie de- deficient yeah because like the really interesting diets are like you can eat bulk salads and still lose weight and i have polycystic ovarian syndrome so i feel like mm-hmm. They sometimes throw me a, a handful of uh, women with PCOS I've in my direction. PCOS, and sometimes, yeah, I love it when you sometimes see like a hairy babe. I'm like, yeah, I'm like that's me. I'm like, I, and I'm Russian. I'm born hairy, and I have PCOS. I'm like, just meant to be a hairy lady. <laughs> I had no way around it. But I mean, it does cover a lot of who I am. I in my TikTok. I mean, I yeah. I mean, that is very multifaceted. <laughs> there, we went from heartbreak to hair to everything in between. <laughs> I mean, it's all there. It's all who I am. I, see, I think mine is not a reflection of who I am. It's just oh, like... Really? It is. It's just not who you're admitting <laughs> that you are. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like, you know, the people... I don't follow many... Well, I only have, like, a TikTok for polyester, so, like... But I mm-hmm. don't follow anyone, really. So then it's obviously worked out that I really like cat videos. And, yeah, I, I literally only use it to, like, waste an hour or four of, like, the day. And so... 
I haven't really like crossed into yeah like plus size TikTok or like social justice TikTok or like any other mm-hmm. TikTok that isn't just like we found a kitten in our back garden. Watch it get big and strong. <laughs> I love those. Though. <laughs> those are good videos. I should also say, uh, I said 95% is pit bulls. It's actually more like 50% is political. And then I forget how much is political because <laughs> I'm so accustomed to it. It's how my brain works. So I, I'm very, in, that's a lot of what I follow. I think that's, I think TikTok has been, I mean, my memories of Trump losing and Biden winning is through TikTok, TikTok. watching people in the streets rejoicing. And so even though I wasn't outside, I'm just like, I was petrified of COVID. There was just no way for me mm. to socially interact with large groups. I have such anxiety. It would have probably, the anxiety would have killed me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to see it through my phone. And that's, I literally feel, I was saved all of those videos. Because when I watch them, I'm put right back in those moments of like, crying i cried a whole day when trump lost out of pure ecstasy and so i know tiktok has followed me i I really am thankful for tiktok to allow me to feel like i was celebrating with everyone even though i was like alone in my underwear on my (laughs) my holding my dog being like he's god it's amazing (laughs) we did it Thank you, Shona. What did you think of that? It just reinvigorated in me how much I love TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) My TikTok is just so trash, though. Like, I don't learn anything. I already said that, but yeah. I put off getting TikTok for for months and months. I was like, I'm an old hag. I need to accept I'm an old hag. I don't deserve TikTok. I won't get it. (laughs) Honestly, still, like, I don't think I could make a video, you know, like the transitions and stuff. Like, I don't think I'd be any good of that but it's nice like we said like it's nice to have a space on the internet where maybe you're not trying to be polished or perfect you're just trying to like have fun so that's why I like TikTok it's a lot of fun it is a lot of fun and we have a sick TikTok polyester I mean yeah it's really good Charlotte who runs it is a like a video editing genius so they're just like really nice added content like it's not like we're rehashing anything out it's like new stuff like that you can only really Mm. see on our TikTok as well so it's a nice little treat for anyone who wants more polyester content. You can find it on the TikTok. And for now, we're taking a six-week break. Dun, 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 dun. Summer holidays, isn't it? Yeah, it's a summer holiday. We're all going on a summer holiday. I wish we were actually going away, but... Such as life, such as Rona. But have a nice summer and we'll see you all soon. And keep listening to the old episodes. Thank you, Gina, for being a gorgeous co-host. Thank you, Ioni, for being a legend. Thank you, Olivia and Gina Stewart and Carlin and Eden and Charlotte and Jacob and Julia and Clarissa and other Jacob and Grace. We will see you soon. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did something for the first time. 